This is a HeadGum Podcast. Shout out to Claritin for sponsoring this episode and providing us with samples. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but if you are, allergies can wreck almost anything when they're happening. I have allergies all the time in like the spring, you know, whenever there's allergies around and I use this, you should also use it too. It's as simple as that. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and, that's right, and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestion available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, and an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those things I just said, it's like a cocktail for the worst thing you can imagine, but not being able to breathe or that I'll get that thing where I go to sleep and then I wake up and I can breathe through one side of my face, but not the other. It's one of the worst feelings. And then when you blow your nose, you just can't because it feels like something's going to explode in there. That's where Claritin D is going to come in and help. So if you are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. This is All Fantasy Everything, the podcast where we fantasy draft anything and everything from the world of pop culture. On today's episode, we're joined by the New York Times bestselling author, writer, cultural critic, comic book writer, do everything, and returning AFE champion, Roxanne Gay, to draft the Fast and the Furious series. I'm your host, Ian Carmel, and with me, as always, are my friends and comedians, Sean Jordan and David Borey. Let's get into it. a brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything, the podcast that lives its life a quarter mile at a time. Hold on one vroom, second. Vroom. Hold on. Hold on one second. Okay. Sean getting ready. We're pausing. We're pausing for Sean Jordan to open an orange. Is that a code red or is that an orange Mountain Dew? Can you see it? The frost is coming out, man. And a little bit like spilled onto the mic, dude. It's a Mountain oh, yeah. Dew. Baja Punch. And uh, I'm in, man. Turn it up to 11 real quick. Does it pack a punch? Yeah, that's a good question. Sean, does it pack a punch? It's it's so good. Mm. If you like Mountain Dew, it's good. And I like Mountain Dew. So Honestly, I thought it was going to taste like medicine. No. Yeah, medicine. If you want to get buck as fuck all day, then yeah, <laughs> this is your medicine for it. My girlfriend <laughs> has never had Mountain Dew and never had Taco Bell. And I'm trying to figure out a night where both of those things happen. A night where you blow her fucking mind? Yeah, yeah. She's going to break up with you, man. She's... <laughs> Never had Taco Bell? Never had Taco Bell. Is she from an Amish family? She's from a Jewish family in Chicago. Mm. I don't mm-hmm. I don't understand it at all. I don't either. That is the op- that is the opposite of south of the border. I remember that that is that's true. <laughs> I still remember the first time I had Taco Bell. It was a plain bean and cheese burrito. At someone's, my brother's friend's parents' house that I got to tag along. And somebody just dropped a bag of like 60 of them on a table. 
and it was yeah. like the gold rush. It was amazing. That, that's the move. Yeah. That feels like your intervention story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next 30 years sort of wrote themselves. <laughs> I just can't like, she's so creative. She's always thinking outside the bun. So you would think that she has definitely had Taco Bell at some point. I know. I know. She lives Moss as well. So it's really, it's extra confusing. <laughs> Sean Jordan is here. Sean S. Jordan on Twitter. Sean Cougarmelon Jordan on Instagram. Sean Dew mm -hmm, Code mm -hmm. Red uh, in a Mountain Dew bottle. How are you doing? Roxanne, Sean is a new father as of two weeks ago? Uh, she was born on 6-9. So what is it? 6-19? So 10 <laughs> days ago? Well, okay, That's a great birthday. <laughs> uh, let me tell you this. Let me let me do this real quick. In my mind, what I just did, it's amazing how the brain works. Because in my mind, I was like, should I say she was born on 69 or is that too crass as I'm just informing Roxanne I have a daughter and I was like I'll say 69 and I bet you Roxanne laughs a little bit because it's 69 and that's what happened yep. so yeah she was born on 69 I thought it was hilarious everyone in the hospital did not I did they yeah I told them I was like this is funny right and nobody they were like why <laughs> I had one doctor I didn't tell you guys this I had one doctor so she was in she was in the room checking on her and I was just looking talking you know just looking at my daughter and the doctor said something and and i was still talking and she goes oh keep going and i go oh no it's i was just gonna keep talking about how dope she was so that's fine and the doctor stopped and she kind of came two feet closer to me and she goes what's dope and i'm like i, I mean <laughs> it just means it means rad and then i lacked the vernacular to like describe it really but i was like it's she's just she's cool and uh and then she goes my daughter the other day said she was flexing on me what does that mean? <laughs> so, so we go like five minutes into the visit. She just starts talking random stuff. And then Laura has a, a medication she's on. And Laura goes, should I take it now or should I take it later? And the doctor goes, well, we'll, we'll check if uh, we need you on it still. And Laura goes, well, I'm going to take it. I'm just debating if it's mine or the hospital's. I brought my own. And I go to the doctor. I was like, that was a flex. What she just did to you. <laughs> it was tight. It was really tight. You should uh, give anyway. the doctor your phone number so you can be her teen whisperer and just tell her what all the phrase, like <laughs> figure out what chuggy means and then explain that. A title you don't want to adopt in public. No. <laughs> Fair. Fair. You don't want to be tell telling people you're the teen whisperer probably. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant chuggy. Is chuggy a real thing? I guess yeah. it's a Gen Z phrase to describe the particular way in which we are lame. Oh, <laughs> yeah. what? I'm a chuggy. Are you a chuggy or are you chuggy? Joggers are chuggy. Uh, like the the type of pants, like uh, mid mid century modern furniture. So like you are lame, not you are a dork. So chuggy would be like you are chuggy, not you are a chuggy. I believe so. I believe so. Okay. I'm only Shit, I, I have like five pairs of joggers I just bought in the last few months. I think we just lean into being chuggy and 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 live our lives. Yeah, I happily. think it's time to embrace chuggy. it because otherwise. <laughs> It's just too much work. I can't fight that wave. It's a culture. It's a, you're on a cultural treadmill, and we might as well just step off and be comfortable. You know, otherwise we're going to be running forever. I'm fine with looking my age. I got two baby Bjorns. Like I'm going to try two different baby <laughs> Bjorns and see which one is is doper to me. So I'm I got to look my age. I just have to look like I'm 40. I can't. Yeah. I'll look insane if I try to not. You know. Mm -hmm. A man who doesn't look 40 because he is not 40 is David Bory. The G is silent on Twitter. Cool guy jokes 87 on Instagram. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm chuggy. Good. Yeah, yeah, you are. I was going to say, man, you're about the chuggiest. 
Chuggy Choo Choo. Just chugging along. Are you in Denver <laughs> or Los Angeles? The Chuggy Man. I'm in Los Angeles for 12 hours. Oh, my God. Very strange situation. Are you there for Chuggy Con? Come on, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to hang out with my friend, Sean. How did that show with, uh, with uh, Freddie Gibbs go? Freddie Gibbs, dude. Uh, that's a wild guy. That guy. <laughs> that's, hey, a lot of stuff maybe I'm not going to repeat it. A lot of opinions were stated about a degree of topics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> live on stage or backstage? No, live on stage. There were three wardrobe changes. Uh, it was very exciting. I saw him come on stage on a clip and someone tried to shake his hand and he just smacked the hand out of the way and told like motion to the guy to get off stage. <laughs> he was partying. He was like somehow in a separate green room than we were. Like he would he would come on stage and then he would walk back behind the band and then I wouldn't see him until the next comic got introduced. St Stand-up comedy is not ready for rapper energy. There's a level of confidence there that we can't have access to and doesn't belong yeah. on a stand-up stage. The nerds can't handle it. I can't handle that energy. I, I don't, you know, it's too much for me. I want it so bad, I can't handle it. It's good that you know that, Sean. That's the first step to growth. Yeah. yeah. As I was just on the Cross Colors website this morning looking at hats, but it's neither here nor there. They're back. I saw them at Nordstrom. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Roxanne Gay is here. Years ago, I think two years ago, whenever we did the Fuck Jams All Fantasy Everything podcast, <laughs> you said you wanted to come back and draft the Fast and the Furious. I did. We are now on the eve of <laughs> Fast 9 coming out. I know. So it's only, it's only right that you return here. Oh, by the way, Gay on Twitter, Roxanne Gay 74 on Instagram are the socials. Have you we we've been rewatching the Fast and the Furious movies. Have you been have you been dipping your toes back in in preparation? Oh, absolutely. Just to refresh. Yeah. I'm not only not only to refresh for this, but to refresh so that my body is ready for Fast 9. I'm ready. Yeah. And I'm actually yeah. really shocked that we weren't invited to the premiere last night. Yeah. <laughs> Racism is everywhere. It's huge. It's huge. Mm -hmm. basically the book is of the Fast Nine premiere, like that guy at the car auction in London. All right, mm -hmm. yeah, they don't oh, see it too okay. That's all yep. I'm saying. They're just like, nope, nope. But I'm excited. I am ready for Furious Nine because we had to wait an extra year because of that pandemic. But uh -huh. um, yeah, I'm ready. I'm excited. I am so. That's going to be my first trip back to the movie theaters. Me too. And I can't, Me too. I'm, I'm so excited. Like, and I might see it. I might see it twice in a row. I might just sort of like. Buy two sets of tickets. No. My wife is not going to be happy. That sounds like a, that sounds like an amazing idea. Honestly, I've never done that, and I'm like, it'd be fun. I think it's a great idea, and I'm married to someone yeah. who like isn't super familiar with the movies, and I've been trying to like catch her up, and she's into them when she watches them, but it's not a passion, and that's okay. I can carry that passion for both of us. Uh huh. It's someone who likes when they're at the lake, but doesn't think about going to the lake during the week. One of right. those things. We're like, this is actually nice. That's exactly right. it. That's exactly it. <laughs> oh, I think about the lake all week. I've been doing the same thing with my partner. She's She had never seen the... I, I explained to her. I'm like, it's like Point Break, the first one. And mm -hmm. then it goes from there. And then we, we've been watching them. And she's like fully on board. She wanted to keep watching Fast 8, which is the last one we were reviewing. Like literally this morning. 
while I made breakfast. Fast Eight was so good. Every time I watch it, I'm like, Charlize really was on something. She was really like, yes. 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 This is my Christopher Walken moment. Yeah, exactly. I feel I feel like the really good actors who like go, they're like, it's such a known uh, like commodity, known quantity, known quantity, that they're like, I know what I'm walking into. And if I have fun with it, yeah. like this could, I, I could have a lot. It's like, a, it's basically like Paddington 2 of action movies, like the mm-hmm. Paddington movies, <laughs> where like Hugh Grant, Nicole Kidman went in knowing I'm just going to chew up scenery and have fun. You can just do that in these movies. Yeah. And I don't want to get into pics or anything like that, but Fast 8 has like two Oscar winners in it. Just having the times of their life. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you, what have you been working on lately? I mean, you're the author of so many amazing books, bad feminist hunger, comic books lately too. I mean, lately and, and going back to, I mean, world of Wakanda and then, uh, the sacrifice of darkness, but what else, what else have you been working on? How was your, how was your quarantine? Look, my quarantine was productive. I've been working on my next couple books and a comic and, um, a TV show, which who oh. knows when it's going to get made, but it's happening. And um, I'm in a writer's room right now, so I have a lot going on, but it's all good. And how are you liking being? A, is this the first writer's room, or have you no. been in writer's room? You must. Have. It's yeah. my third writer's room, but it's the first writer's room for the first two writers' room I did uh, did were to help a showrunner develop a pitch to sell a show. Yeah, which I didn't know was a thing, but when you reach a certain level, I guess it is. And um. This is the first time I'm in a writer's room where I'll be making something that will end up on the screen. And so that's exciting. That's really exciting. Because you were mm-hmm. like, I mean, multiple episodes and like developing it and thinking like, all right, this, the words I write, somebody's going to say into a camera. Yeah. It's really exciting. It's like, wow, wait, they're actually going to read this shit eventually? Awesome. <laughs> awesome. That's a, can you talk about what the show is or is it still under lock and key? Yeah. It's, I don't think it's a secret. Um, it's Queer as Folk is being rebooted. On um, Peacock, and so I am one of the writers on that show, alongside some really actually cool people. It's been really fun, and I also love that I'm not in charge. It's so great. I just get to go and do what I'm told. Yep. Oh my god, it's the absolute fucking best. I'm like, I forgot. I forgot how good (laughs) this is. (laughs) It really is such a relief where they're like, "Here, do this," and you're like, "I can be told what to do." I love being told what to do. Oh, absolutely. And like at first, they were like, "Are you gonna? Do you mind this?" I was like, "No, I'm fine. (laughs) Thank you." (laughs) Oh, I love thinking small picture. Let me think small (laughs) picture all day long. Oh, that's beautiful. Is there anything that's out right now that you want to specifically direct people towards? Um, well, it's not a book of mine, but there's this amazing memoir out now called Somebody's Daughter by Ashley Ford. And right. it's really moving. It's really well written. And I just, you know, I'm happy to share the good word. It's so generous. You know, that's like the spirit of the, the familia is running through you today. Well, that's the thing. We're all family. Yeah. And so. Hey, we sure are. And I just had a daughter. So I'm saying. Yeah. Somebody's daughter. Say the name of that. What's the name of the book one more time? Somebody's daughter. Somebody's daughter. I'm writing it Somebody's down. Somebody's daughter. I myself, I'm going to check it out. Uh, yeah. My name is Ian Carmel at Ian Carmel on Twitter at Ian Carmel on Instagram at Ian Carmel on uh oh Jewish Los Angeles Dodgers ticket app. That's the one that came up <laughs> on my phone. Uh, I have I have nothing to promote. Listen to All Fantasy Everything. Watch The Late Late Show with James Corden, where I am, well, I guess we don't, actually. We're on summer break. But 
I was on camera and hopefully will be again in September. I think I will be as kind of our shows. You guys are on break until September? Well, uh, late August. We're back. We have like nine weeks off. Holy shit, dude. Wow. Yeah. That's sick. I didn't well, know that. What are you awesome. do? I don't know. I'm going to try to start doing stand up again. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to. Jesus, that's sick. I'm going to go on some bike rides. I'm going to go visit Portland a bunch. I don't, I don't really know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to, I'm going to have a summer. It's been like, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. You should just get lost in the South Pacific, man. That's so specific. Yeah. (laughs) Just come, come back with new fabrics. We didn't know you had in your repertoire, you know, just like that, whatever, like if Lynn, like what if linen is to denim, then whatever that linen is that they just got going. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I'll do that. I have nine weeks. Yeah, I'll absolutely do that. <laughs> Come back just like that orange kind of tan. <laughs> yeah, that Michael Douglas at the Oscars tan. A seashell necklace with a leather strap, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do all this for you. <laughs> I'm hoping to see you guys. I'm hoping to meet Maxine sometime in the next couple of weeks. Sean's baby daughter. Yes. I can't wait. Oh, great, Maxine. Name. Max, thank you. I like the I like the X. I do. He loved That's- living single. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Mac- my mom tried to pull some shit. We told my mom the name, and she she goes, Maxine. Hmm. Oh, like no. that. Like she never heard the name Maxine, and I was like, dog, I know you've heard the name before i did it was i don't know she acted like she didn't like we made it up i was like oh we didn't make it up god damn it that's a beautiful anyway. name it's a beautiful we're not here to exalt the name maxine although it's a yes, worthy we cause are. and we definitely and we yes, definitely we should are. we we're here to do that as well as we're here to do that as well as draft the fast and the furious franchise moments from it scenes from it vibes from it whatever it is we want to take from the fast and the furious franchise that is what we're here to do now the way we determine the order of that draft is through a rollicking game of rock, paper, scissors played between the three of you, and we throw on shoot, and I'll call it. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. What do you got, Roxanne? I can't see it. Oh, <laughs> three rocks. Right. Three, three rocks. <laughs> Perfect. If, what if you just all kept throwing the rock in honor of today's yeah, topic? Yeah, what, what, what do you think's going what on here? Somebody should throw a deck of shaw. There to the rock of familia. <laughs> we'll throw again. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, oh, David, David wins. wins. He stayed with the rock. Odd Roxanne and Sean both threw paper. David, we you did. are the winner of rock, paper, scissors. And as the winner, it's incumbent upon you to determine the order of today's draft. But before you do that, I will remind you it is a serpentine draft. And what is that? That's a great question. It just goes uh, back and forth, like kind of like putting away a garden hose, I realized as I was gardening the other day. Like you, for me, anyways, I just put like the hose just kind of like in a little little snake formation. Like you just mm-hmm. tuck some over to the left, go over to the right, tuck it over to the right, go up a little bit, tuck it over to the left. Just go back and forth the whole time until your hose is put away and uh, <laughs> you find more yard work to do because you just want to be outside for a minute, you know? Because you're a professional podcaster, you work two hours a week, and you gotta you gotta keep yourself busy somehow. Because inside is is hectic at the moment, and uh, when you, when you go outside, you just do yard work, and you're like, "Hey, no, I love it. I'll be outside. I'll just be outside. You know, catch me outside doing yard work." Basically, what that means is if you pick fourth in the first round, you pick first in the second round. Now, David, with that in mind, what will the order of today's draft be? I am going to go, Roxanne. Me, right. Sean, Ian. Hot corner. Roxanne, David, Sean, Ian. 
And so we're picking moments from the movies that we love. Moments from the movies that we love. Really anything. Anything you want to take away, any point you want to make, just think of it as we're drafting the franchise. So truly anything yeah. related to the Fast and the Furious. This is for the, this is for the connoisseurs. This is for the mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious aficionados. This is for La, Fem- La Familia. And we're going to get to those picks. <laughs> Roxanne, you have the first one right after this short break. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Policy Genius. Uh, now, something you can really do for your family this spring, something you want to do. Sure, you want to go get in shape. You want to learn how to do the splits. You know, you got to redo the bathroom. One thing you can do, <laughs> that's all me, by the way. I want to learn how to do the splits. Shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius uh, as part of your financial planning for the year. Getting life insurance just means that you have a peace of mind. So if something's going to happen to you, if it were to happen to you, your family can cover the expenses while getting back on their feet. That's what life insurance is for. And luckily, Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top life insurance companies and their team of licensed experts. They're on hand just to kind of talk you through it. So I have life insurance through no effort of my own. My wife did everything as she does, but I was sort of on the sidelines of the project. And it, it was such a hard thing she had to do. She had to go through and compare everything, find all the quotes herself. But it helps me sleep tremendously, especially now that we have a kid. Also, it's, it's a bummer to talk about, but once you get it out of the way, you don't have to talk about it again. And that's where Policy Genius comes in. They make it the easiest and quickest possible situation you can have. Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents, technology that makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers, just a few clicks, you're going to find the lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams, which, you know, I've always wanted to avoid unnecessary medical exams. Nothing new for your boy. So if that sounds like something you're into, Policy Genius can get it done. They also work for you, not the insurers. That means they don't have uh, some sort of quota they got to meet. They're not hitting like bonus numbers or anything. They just want you to get the best quote possible and the best insurance for you. So they're out for you, not the insurance companies, which I'll let you boy. That's what we're looking for. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Wondery. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series from shows like Kid Nation, CBS is Weird, like Lord of the Flies style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town. Sounds insane. Uh, To The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant also sounds insane. On each episode of Wondry's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem, the women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges Unsurprisingly, it led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondry Plus. Yeah, we're back. Welcome back to All Fantasy Everything, (laughs) the only podcast to ever exist, the only form of media that has ever existed other than Roxanne Gay's wonderful books 
collections of fiction, nonfiction, and comic books, and forthcoming television program, Queer as Folk, mm-hmm. the remake available on Peacock. Yeah. As soon as it drops, make sure you check that out. David, Bory, we are drafting the Fast and the Furious franchise. Sean, we're drafting the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yeah, we Roxanne, are. Roxanne, <laughs> you have the first pick. I do have the first pick. So I am thinking the best moment, and I just have to lead off with this, is in Fast and Furious 6. <laughs> um, in Fast and Furious 6, Dom and Letty are in different cars, and Letty is still sort of her mind isn't quite right and she's, she's evil yeah she's a little she's not really evil but she's working for an evil guy and yeah. he has she's opening up yeah and he has sort of cut her off because he sees the writing on the wall and so she gets launched out of her car and dom is in a separate car on like the other side of a bridge and he jumps out of his car <laughs> at like 80 or 90 miles an hour, flies through the air, catches Letty flying through the air, and they both fall, I think, on a car. They smash a windshield. And they survive. Yeah. <laughs> they actually just get up and walk away. And I mean, if that's not fucking Oscar winning film, I just don't know what it is. Frankly, they were robbed. They make it look like a bicycle accident. It's astonishing. Because, he, yeah, they smash the windshield, and then they're like, oh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I'm going to feel that in the morning. Like me getting yeah. off a couch. Yeah, like, oh, let me get some Advil for that. <laughs> <laughs> How much fun do you think it is, speaking of writers' rooms, to be in the writers' rooms for one of these movies when they get people together, and you're just sitting there throwing out insane scenarios they must just have a whiteboard with insane scenarios on it where they're just like i i don't what do you even see in another movie that makes you think to pitch that kind of idea i don't know but if they have a writer's room like dear lord draft me i am ready yeah. i will work for scale i and i never say that but i will work for scale <laughs> bring that on it's a, it's just incredible and I, I'll never forget it. And every time I watch it, not only do I love it, but my, my eyes genuinely tear up because he loves her yeah. so much that he's willing to just fly through the air and catch her and just hope that it works out. He knew. He has so many people in his life that he's willing to die for. I have like two, you know what I mean? But he's like, <laughs> Dom Toretto has like nine people I don't want to say any other picks, but there's like so many times when he shows up into a situation where death is all but certain. And he's like, mm-hmm. I had to. That scene, it, as I've, I remember it when they, he's flying through the air and it reminds me of the Matrix when Morpheus runs out and Keanu Reeves has to jump and catch him. And in the Matrix, they've built a completely fictional world where they know there's no real concept. Like they know they can bend. And it's like a way bucker version of that scene is in Fast and Furious where it's definitely not a fake world. It's real, and there's real consequences. And Don was still like, uh, you know, fuck it. I got to do what I got to do. And so I think just, that, you know, that was a rare moment where he wasn't Mark Sinclair, but he was Dom Toretta. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's balletic, that scene. I mean, it's be- the timing. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. And they twist, and then when he, because he'd back into the windshield, and it, you know, it is beautiful. It is, it is and just it's just absurd. like so romantic, and it's like, yes, Letty and Dom forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, it's it really is beautiful. That's an ex that's an excellent first pick. We're gonna say this a lot. So maybe maybe just say it one, but like it's insane where these movies get to from the first movie, which is oh, that's what I was thinking. Like the world gets so big, mm-hmm. it's somewhat grounded. Right. The first one, it's like it's it's been said before. Point Break in cars, it's like a cop infiltrating a DVD stealing ring. You know what I mean? And then yeah. like. By episode six, <laughs> Vin Diesel, who's a mechanic, is launching himself out of a car and catching Letty just like midair and then landing on his back. And it's all good. Oh, totally all good. He is a mechanic. That's what he is. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, I mean, every time they come find him, he's working on a car. He's a relationship mechanic. I'll tell you what. You want to get your girl back. That's how you do it. <laughs> you, catch her, you catch her like that. You, you fix up a you fix up a Dodge Charger. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, excellent first pick, David Boy. Time for your first pick. Uh, my first pick is a scene with Ludacris mm-hmm. that I really think encapsulates all of the Fast and Furious like humor and what's going on. Is uh, it's in the beginning of Fast Five. You know, in the beginning part where they're catching up with everybody. Yes, like where like yeah. Tyrese is on the plane to Macau. And like everybody's doing different stuff, getting the gang back together. Yeah, Ludacris pulls up to an ATM in a supercar in some sort of foreign country. He goes to the ATM, he gets some money out, and then these drug dealers are talking to him, and they're like, <sighs> "What are you doing? You you're like Robin Hood. You don't give any money back except blah 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 blah." And Ludacris turns and says in great Spanish, "I give back to everyone." And he presses a button, and somehow. He rigged the ATM <laughs> to spit out $100 bills uh-huh. for all the people. Uh-huh. And then he drives off in his supercar. That's what he's doing. Yeah. He's setting up ATMs in four countries <laughs> to give all the money away. Socialism. <laughs> it works. Yeah, yeah. dude. Ludacris Ludic- had to show us what, what time it was. Everything <laughs> about it is so ridiculous. He has no shirt on and he's just. <laughs> Covered in baby oil. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's shredded. He's shredded too. Yeah, he's sh- he he's shredded in a way that no man who does can't afford a personal trainer is. That's Chris Bridges. That's not ludicrous anymore. He went from chicken and beer to shredded in Mexico in like ten years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is amazing. And just like the like what what is what is he doing? Why would he have done what? What was that machine? He pulled up knowing he was going to do that. This scene also encapsulates something I love from these movies, which is everyone around the world kind of knows the fast crew. Yeah. They're so cool. Whether they're in Brazil or London, you know what? Because street racing is family. We all know each other. It's family. They're connected. Fuck. The global family. (laughs) They just should. They're like simultaneously trying to lay low and constantly like, can only be in like Venezuela or whatever in like one of the move or like non extradition <laughs> countries. But then also yeah. anywhere they pull up, people are like, oh, there they are. I know that. I know him. Not only do I know him, I know his reputation for altruism uh-huh. and charity. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's always like that Dominic Toretto. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, glorious. He's always so casual too. 
What? I'm in Cyprus. Like, <laughs> how does he know all these people? He lived in, he lived in East L.A. Yeah, I was going to say. He like, again. He's a mechanic in East L.A. in the first a movie. A mechanic. A, a pretty popular mechanic, but a mechanic all the same. And, and he's uh, just giving you like the 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 real uh, Macau aficionados backstreet tour of Macau all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's amazing that I have another pick from that same montage that hopefully I get to take later. Okay, but, yeah, that that I love, and I it's also because I love the beginnings of these movies. Like every they nail the intro every time. And that's like one of my favorite styles of just like, let's see where in the world these wacky kids have been. Yeah, it's just it's terrible so at laying low. That's what they are. No, it's like none yeah. of them have ever actually had to lay low before. No, they go to small towns and they street race the locals. Yeah. And get surprised when people find out. Top of the list for laying low is like, don't get a pink car if you want to lay low. That's <laughs> right. like right at the top of right. the list. And everyone's like, or I could get a fucking pink car, bro. And then, yeah. I, then, then I'll lay low. <laughs> Be like, yeah, they're on like the run from the law, and it's like, get a Honda Accord just for yeah, just for a week. Go to Sioux Falls. Go to Sioux Falls and get a Pontiac, you know, and just chill. That's not living your life a quarter mile at a time. That's the long view. <laughs> sure, it sure isn't. <laughs> Sean Jordan, time for your first pick. First pick is the only thing that I ever heard about before it happened in one of these movies. It was like the one thing where that I that I know of where people are like, dude. You hear this is going to happen in the movie, and then it came out, and I hadn't seen it, and people are like, you got to see this part. Because in Fast 7, when The Rock flexes out of his cast. Fuck! That's like... <laughs> yeah. I think I yeah. was the one who told you about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was about to take it. They were God. obviously had done tons of insane <laughs> insane things. And there's more, there's way bucker things than that. But to me, I've had quite a few casts on. I got a better shot at doing a lot of the other stuff they do than flexing out of a cast. It's it's the closest to impossible out of all the shit they do. And they do impossible shit. And that one, because it just fucking, well, what'd you say? My daughter's in trouble? Yoxilla, dude. Just out it of is, the cast. It is a wild approach to medicine. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> How do I know when my arm's good? Well, you'll know. <laughs> Your arm will tell you. That cast will run in fear. It's, it's not just him flexing out of the cast. It's him saying to his daughter, who's in a hospital while a drone helicopter fight is happening on the streets of Los Angeles within view. I think It'll something's come on into fire. Play. That's, that's going to come up. He sees a giant explosion, and that's how he knows shit's popping off. It's like, oh, the battle came back to me. What luck? They're in L.A. again. And then he says to his daughter, <laughs> Here I sit in a ho- at Cedar sinai <laughs> Here I sit in this hospital in downtown L.A., which I don't – there might be one there. And he <laughs> – he says, if I ever saw an explosion, at, the last thing I would think would be that it had something to do with me. Yeah. <laughs> what an arrogant like, move. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be like, oh, shit, they need me. Like, what the fuck? Way to make it all about you, Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, what if he shows up and it's a natural gas explosion and like uh, in a... <laughs> Now, what does he say? He does say something ridiculous. Yeah, he says, Daddy's got to go to work. That's yes. right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Daddy's got to go that. to work, and then he flexes his cast off. And the best part is that she's like, yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Daddy's got a wild job. <laughs> That's not something that you should ever say outside of, like, bed. you're about to go to the bathroom. Oh, That's yeah. like a... Yeah. Or, or bed. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> He said that not in jest. Have you? 
Daddy's got to go to work. And by the way, not to step on another, but well, no, I'll talk about this later. I'll talk about this later because this is another pick. But like, that is my favorite moment. It's the most, these are, even though he didn't join until Fast Five, or I think, or something, like, these are the most rock movies. And that's the most rock moment in these rock movies, in my yeah. opinion. It's peak, it's peak rock. It's amazing. He's a perfect, he's perfect in that role. It's perfect for him. He's saw all wet all the time and just all serious and like trying to say funny shit, but he's so wet. Dude. I genuinely it's- wonder if there's like someone whose sole task is to spritz him down. Absolutely. There must be. Because like when he first appears in uh, five, I'm just like, he glistened the whole oh, yeah. movie. The whole movie. He shined bright like a diamond. He shined- <laughs> <laughs> there's some UCLA <laughs> Film student intern whose job it is solely to follow him around with baby oil in a spray bottle and just like mm-hmm. for every. Well, that's what I was going to say. He in the hospital. He's been laying in bed. He's glistening, laying in bed in the hospital. Yeah. I mean, it's sundown, right? That's what he does at sundown. The glistener, man. They, the they glistener. did their job right. He's a great glistener, you know? He's a great. He just- yeah, he, he really knows how to glisten when I talk. And it's nice. He's a honey-baked ham of a man, and he's perfect. I love him so much. <laughs> yeah, dude. Back of his neck? Oi. Oi. Forget about it. Man, that was going to be my first pick. Okay. Uh, yeah, dude. All right. I'm in your kitchen. I'm in your you kitchen, You are in my bro. kitchen. <laughs> You're in my kitchen eating my burnt ribs. Uh, all right. With my first pick, then, I have to go back to... I have to uh, oh, man. Hold on one second. <laughs> That to me, that was there. There were two picks to me that were my my personal clear first picks. So I'm excited I got one of them. That was all right. I'm going to go to Fast Five, and I'm going to take the safe heist in Rio. God, <laughs> yeah, dude, that shit. I was it's the whole time I'm sitting there watching. I was like, totally, this could happen. That's oh, I yeah. think about totally these movies. Realistic. I constantly, yeah. I'm like, they could do this. Somebody could do this. I know Someone somebody could do it. Someone has driven a Hummer through a Flavella before. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> In Rio. <laughs> that's that's happened. That's that's facts. There's I mean there's the, everything is in play here. There's double crosses, there's a fake out, there's pure street racing. This is uh-huh. one of the last this is I mean, there's so many moments when it crosses the Rubicon. There's so many Rubicons in the Fast and the Furious movies, but there's still a little bit of where you're like, okay, if these guys were just really amazing drivers, I could see how maybe they could pull this off. Because like you know, they're trying to time, they're like in police cars and they're trying to time the like the drifting around corners and stuff like that. You're like, okay, this is like more driver centric than somehow these people are all super soldier centric. And yeah. when they hook up. Right. And there's like some trickeration. They, they hide the safe in the back of a garbage truck being driven by an Israeli supermodel, you know, like that nobody knows. Excuse noticed. me. Is trickeration a word or is this like hateration in the dancery? Yeah, I was going to say it's Mary J. Blige. <laughs> What's going on? It's a, it's I've a never da- heard that word before. In my life. Are I'm we sure. in the dancery? It's a dancery <laughs> term. It's I'm a sure dancery. it's on some coupled up paper in the studio you in said, a lot of different yeah. studios. You said, you said it's so confident. I was like, well, I, frankly, I wasn't expecting this amount of holleration once I said it. <laughs> it's just it's it's amazing. The safe takes out like a a like a, a bank itself. They're driving around court, but and eventually they get away but except from the rock who catches them 
And he's like, well, listen, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a super cop, so I have to keep the money, but I'm also a man of respect. So I let uh-huh. you guys go. He's going to let them go. And then that's when the trickeration comes into play. They switch the safes. They yeah. switch the safes <laughs> under a bridge. And I just, it's amazing. It's, it's, it feels like it's a 15 minute scene of just a gigantic safe, which do they ever, did I just miss it every time? Is the safe on wheels or are somehow they dragging like what must be a 15 ton safe? No, they just dragged the, the, the safe and it miraculously did not make a fire. No. no sparks, sparks everywhere. Not, there's no sparks at all. I thought there were sparks everywhere. Am I insane? I thought it was sparking up a storm when it was going by. Maybe in like one scene there's sparks, but like okay. for most of it, it's not kicking up like any sparks. It's just sort of like like it's on a bunch of skateboards. Yeah. The wildest part, you have my attention. The wildest part to me would <laughs> is like how when they're dragging it, they have to be going exactly the same speed. Like yeah. they, one of them can't go faster or slower and around corners. It's just like the tandem driving is so sick to imagine a world where that's... Because whenever I watch these movies, I'm like, what if I saw this on CNN? Like, what, what would I be doing if they were like, and in Rio today? <laughs> It'd just be so sick. And that's where I put myself when I watch these. A Hummer ruined hundreds of homes. As one does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, real dank, real dank. I just, I just love it. I mean, man, yeah. Or that's a, that's a whole other pick entirely that I almost said. So that's my first pick. I'm gonna go. You took you you took my first fun one that I was afraid I would have to take early. I've got some other like really mm-hmm. fun ones. I just have to take another pure appreciation for the minds connected to this movie, and I have to go to God. Is this fat? I I've watched them all over and over again. Oh, so now these they're all blending wrong, together. Yeah, yeah then yeah. I don't think it's. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to jump down your throat for getting it wrong. And if they do, then, uh, you know, buff on Fast goal. and Furious 7. <laughs> I'm going to Fast and Furious 7. I'm going to Abu Dhabi. I'm going mm. to mm, a party yeah. thrown by a Prince of Jordan. Yeah, oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> and I'm yeah. going to the, the theft of a supercar. Yes. That uh-huh. has jumped from one skyscraper into another skyscraper. And Dayenu, that would have been enough. <laughs> but then. <laughs> speak this truth. <laughs> Paul Walker and Vin Diesel having given us one of the greatest gifts that has ever been given in the history of cinema uh-huh. decide to double down on that gift and then jump it from the second skyscraper into a third skyscraper aided by a grenade that goes off behind them which of course propels the car even further you gotta get your boost bro you can't just not boost what are you doing <laughs> this is this was another Rubicon crossing in the movie series it where sure. just two short movies ago they were dragging a safe through mm-hmm. through the streets of, of of Rio de Janeiro through the favelas and now they're jumping they get access to an ama- like a a penthouse party in Abu Dhabi and then they steal like some a type car. of Shaw, I assume. Yeah, the Prince of Jordan with his it's with his really never quite explained. He's just like a Prince nah. of Jordan, man. He's yeah. just I don't need the explanation. Take less time explaining that shit. More time jumping from building to building to building. That's what I, you know, you give me, give me what I want. He's a Prince of Jordan. He's a feminist because he has an all woman uh, security battalion. <laughs> he sh- he oh, sure you know does. what? That was a nice little detail. Like just, uh-huh. you know, like let's not forget feminism. That's right. <laughs> You've got you, ladies, Inclu- <laughs> including <laughs> UFC champion Ronda Rousey. Mm. Oh, that's right. 
who they give one line and because they know what they're doing. And then she's just like, and then she just kicks ass for 10 minutes. It's amazing. That speaks to your super soldier point. Tyrese is out there. Like he's got the microphone into bar mitzvah, just, just like vamping for, for 10, 15 minutes. And they let him do it. Cause he's Tyrese. And they just steal a supercar and jump it from skyscraper to skyscraper to skyscraper. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's why you go to the movies. It's not why you go see a film, but it's why you go to the movies. It is. It's I I love those ones where they're all together. Like you know that how they always have little side missions? I love it yeah. when they come together and it like everybody everybody does something funny and then Tyrese makes jokes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what's going on. I think Ludacris is off site on a computer. Like he's always, telling Michelle always. Rodriguez like what wires to cut. Everybody's involved. He's the tech guy. Yeah. <laughs> And he can like literally do anything technical and technological, but he also has karate skills, yeah. which we learned in that same film. Yeah, yeah. He, that Andy's is, Andy's buff as hell. Yes, I mean he's ludicrous. <laughs> it is. It is ludicrous. <laughs> You're right, Roxanne. These movies do just treat like the technology it's just like one thing there's no <laughs> subdivisions of it it's just no, no, like no, he, it's just technology and if it's technology it's ludicrous's problem so the rest of us need not concern ourselves he's got to cover whether it's like <laughs> hacking into like a satellite program or knowing what wire to cut on a bomb he has the same level of expertise mm-hmm. in or all of it transferring a handprint from a bikini bottom <laughs> 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 uh-huh. oh my god it's just glorious that was on the girl from uh, Game of Thrones, right? In in that one, yeah, I forgot. No, that about was that. from. No, that, was that on one a... was on uh, the um, soldier. That's right, Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Ugh, amazing. Lu- Shout out to Ludacris. He listens. Shout yeah, out to man. Ludacris. He's doing uh... all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the far. That's the longest journey of anyone in this. Is like if you if you look at all of their humble beginnings, that he's had the biggest come up. I think. Out of everybody in yeah. in the whole franchise, His like journey. holy shit, dude! If you listen, go listen to like old Ludacris, and then oh, you just mean in real <laughs> life. At, I just mean in real life. I'm just like, man, he did it. He did what I didn't think he was gonna do. So good for him. At least he was in entertainment the whole time. The Rock went from like playing football, yeah, yeah, to <laughs> he, in this sure journey. Did. But we embrace it nonetheless. We embrace the whole. I mean, we. I would love to be embraced by the Rock. I wonder what that would even feel like. I mean, I'm, I would just be like, break my fucking back. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Dude, get it done. <laughs> and I mean that in every way possible. Every- <laughs> How could you not? I just feel like, man, you're perfect, dude. You're like a mountain. Let's. I feel like it. it would be like getting hit by a pretty big wave, getting hugged yeah. by the rock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. A big swarthy sushi eating wave. You just have to surrender, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. I want to feel his heartbeat. I just, I just, I'd, I'd put like my arms feel, as, <laughs> as much around him as I could. I'd be like, oh my God, your body. And then, you know, and then yeah. you just do the rest. You get lost in there. Uh, Sean, time for you. What do you think pick. he smells like? Oh, Sorry. wait, let's, let's definitely. Nope. Sushi. You think he's, no, no I think wait. it's, he smells like sushi no, one day I think a week. it's some kind of wood. I think yeah. it's some kind of wood. Yeah. I think, it, I, so, yeah, I could see that. I think it depends on where you get him. If it's a, if it's a party, if it's a Terramea or Terramana like promotional party that he's showing up at, I think it's a teak wood smell. And then I think right. a lot of the rest of the time it's sort of a coconut body oil when he's at the Iron Temple mm. sort of sort of vibe. Yeah, I could Whatever see that. Whatever the oiler has in there. 
in their fragrance. I could see him being coconut for real. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Jordan, your second pick. All right, help me. Out. So the movie, the particular movie is escaping me, but there's a scene where Paul or Vin, Paul Walker's on a train. Vin is next to him driving, and Paul jumps into the car, and then the car goes off a cliff, and then oh, yeah. they don't have parachutes, so they just both <laughs> land in the water. <laughs> That's fine. It's so buck. Yeah, and I'm just like, in my mind, I was like, why? If they were going to end up in the water, why didn't they just jump from the train to the water? Why, why go... <laughs> Why go? Why make someone go next to you on the train, jump into the car, and then let the car go off the cliff with no parachute? So you're both in the water, anyways, going just as fast. Anyway, I just, I love it. It's like an exploding train, a, a car speeding next to it, but it's not, it's not James Bond or Tom Cruise. It's just two knuckleheads. <laughs> they're like, what, what are we doing? And they're like, I don't know, man, get on the car. Let's get in that water down there. <laughs> like, I imagine there was a party they were trying to get to in the water. That's what was going on. Is that that fast, seems amazing? Is it is it fast seven? No, it's five. It's five. Okay, all right, it's five. Sorry if you said that. Yeah, I just it's just such a dope one because it has all the fixins, all the all the stuff that I want, and they can give me all they got. That's what I want in these movies. Where do they? There's a heist. Where do they? They're stealing something off the train, right? Yeah, it's, the be- it's in the beginning, right? Yeah, they're yeah. taking a car off the train, but they don't know yeah. what's in the car, and that's what sort of is the catalyst for all of the drama that ensues. That's right. That's right. It was like a favor, wasn't it? Like a favor or something? Like they they were they weren't stealing it, weren't they? Like commissioned to do it or something? They were doing it. They for were someone? doing it to get pardons, right? Is that the same yes. one? Yeah, something like that. They weren't yeah, just like lifting it to be crooks they were doing it for something yeah and uh <laughs> oh no 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 so no when they're on the train they're doing it because the guy who was sort of banished to brazil the um guy who has the wife and baby when he when we get there he yeah. has a he knows of a job and paul walker and mia oh, are out of cash and so they are like, we're going to help you with this job. And he's like, it's just to steal a car off a train, as one does. And then Vin Diesel <laughs> magically shows up just at the moment of the heist yeah. because he has taken a separate route so that they wouldn't get <laughs> apprehended by law enforcement together. And then later, I mean, it's next. Uh, it's the next movie where they try to steal something for um, pardons. So That's right. Oh, okay. my God. This, I have a Is problem. It the, it's the guy... It's the guy that was a prick in the first one, right? The guy that absolutely hated Paul yes. Walker. Yes. It's yes. That, yeah. That mesh tank top wearing dickhead that couldn't be nice to anyone yep. to save his life. And nobody ever remembers yeah. his name. It's just like <laughs> no. that guy. I think I just said it. But also, I was thinking about it when I was watching. I'm kind of on that guy's side. Like, Paul Walker, Paul Walker punched that guy in the face at work. Yeah. And he told his boss. <laughs> his boss was like, quit crying. And he's like, <laughs> I just got assaulted, dog. I got to work here. <laughs> Where is HR? HR. HR is a spark plug, dude. It don't, it, they don't have one. Like, he broke my fucking nose. Like, do something. Yeah, that scene, just just all the buckness. And then just the, just the end is there in the water where Paul could have been without the rest of the rigmarole. Could have just jumped off the train into the water. It's but their Butch, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, but jumping out of like a like a stingray. Yeah, moment. yeah. <laughs> so I love it. 
I love they it. couldn't just do a train heist. There had to be a car involved. It's oh, yeah, the Fast no, and the Furious. I, hey, 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 I know. I know. I like it. You know, I'll eat the popcorn. I'm, oh, I'm not preaching to you. I'm preaching. I'm just preaching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your pulpit is wherever you stand. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Hernan Reyes. That's the drug dealer. The, the Fast Five train jump. David, time for your second pick. Can I pick a bit, like a recurring bit throughout? Absolutely. I pick uh, whenever they're eating, if you reach for the food first, you have to say grace. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yep. it happens so many times. And it's always people who clearly don't believe in God or praying. <laughs> like, the first, <laughs> like the first one, it was like that kid with the Jetta where he's like, I'm a Buddhist, but you know, well, well hey, dude. When he says thanks, thanks for to, like, this, thank you to computer chips and and like yeah. blow off valves and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like to thank Jesus for blow off valves and and <laughs> posi track. I don't know car stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I was trying to fill it. I couldn't fill it. I couldn't fill it. Uh, yeah, I just love that grace bit. The presence of religion in the movies is so interesting because Dom Toretto constantly. I mean, I know it has a deeper meaning than like Christ his 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 cross necklace his cross but like he's always wearing a cross it's always pretty prominently displayed and they say and they say grace all the time and that seems to be the sum total of his like religious experience that's it uh-huh <laughs> but they say grace all the time all the time which that's a lot that's yeah. a lot he's a pretty religious guy if you say grace before dinner every night i'd say you're fairly religious yeah yeah, yeah. You have a strong spiritual out, a strong spirituality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, and he has a morality to mm -hmm. him. You know what I mean? And that's his compass. He lives by a code. He's family based. That's why he's so predictable. Yeah, sure, he's <laughs> goddamn right. He is. <laughs> the amount of stuff that The Rock had to do to get invited to one of their barbecues is pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Walker got the invite. Well, you can't real quick. just join the family. Yeah, you can. well, yeah. except in like movies eight and nine. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you're immediately yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you were a beautiful if you were a a typically beautiful woman on the other who is on aligned against the fast and the furious gang at any point you end up at one of their barbecues as a member of the family it happened with gal gadot yeah. it happened with uh oh what chris hemsworth what uh what's her the, name the Pataki? cop the cop, also, the yeah, cop, the cop. Lady, right oh and jason yeah. stratham yeah 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 and mm -hmm. yeah Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hobbs. Hobbs. Yeah. Reach for the food, being the first to say grace. What would you bring to a Fast and Furious barbecue? 12 more Coronas. <laughs> Taco Bell for myself. You bring it just Taco Bell for yourself? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'd probably what get some dank ribs. Some ribs. Get the ribs all slathered up. I think mm. that'd be fun. On the barbecue. I feel like they're always on the grill with ribs, though. Yeah, you they got the be, ribs, you, dude. You you can't be taking sand to the beach. It's kind of rude, you know? All right, I'll bring wings. They don't ever have wings. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Roxanne, what do you bring to a Fast and Furious barbecue? I'm going to just bring a, pas a pasta salad. That's nice. Oh, Very reasonable. Go. Reasonable. Yeah. But it's yeah. going to be delicious. A, cut, a nice cut, something to, something to cut through all that meat. Just a little break from yes, it. Yes, you know, just the because I know all the men are going to bring all the meat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go your route. I'm gonna bring a. I'm gonna bring a melon tray. Oh, I think. yeah. Okay. 
It is always like feels like a nice late spring kind of situation. Some honeydew, some cantaloupe, some watermelon. You know what I mean? Just like a just like an array. Just something to just something to snack on before and after the ribs and the you know various other forms of meat. You know, it'd be fun to bring like a real nice bottle of tequila and see what they're like when they're actually drunk. See what comes out of their mouth. That'd be fun. <laughs> oh, that would be great. And like if they yeah. drive. Yeah, they don't ever get shit faced ever. They like oh, I'd they like drive. to be like. <laughs> Imagine telling that I've driven a car off a bridge to save you. I can't go to 7-Eleven to get smokes. <laughs> I think that's why they never drink too much in the movies. Because they never know when, when they're, gonna they're have going to, to have to just yeah. stop traffic and drive. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. They're, they're a strict one drink an hour. They have it. Yeah. Like, he, he's one of those people who only has six beers at the barbecue. Like total yeah. in the cooler. Mm-hmm. They don't show up, but there's a lot of LaCroix getting drank at those barbecues. Yeah, yeah. Dom has O'Doul's just so he doesn't get tempted to go back to the old Dom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, excellent pick, David. Roxanne, time for your second. And then, after that, your third picks, as it is a serpentine draft. Um. Oh, yeah. So, my next pick is from the first movie. I think yes. that we sometimes have to return to our roots. And... It's during one of the first drag races, and mm-hmm. Ja Rule. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Come on. absolutely. <laughs> ja Nana made an appearance. Our friend baby. Ja Rule, like, what's up with Ja? Um, ja Rule, pre-fire party, um, is about to race, and this these two beautiful women come up, and one of them, Monica, says, "If you win, in, whether you win or lose, you get me." But if you win, and she points to her sexy little friend behind her, you get both of us. <laughs> and then he races and he's losing and he grabs the steering wheels and starts, you know, like shaking and be like, oh, no, Monica. Just classic. God. Classic. Yep. Top of my list. All right. <laughs> I got it on mine too. It just says jaw rule. Yeah. He also, if you if you remember, as they're doing the scenes where they're shifting, he also downshifts and yells, Menage! Yes. <laughs> it's just so good. I'm like the screenwriting man. I just don't know why they haven't won an Oscar. It's just I know. <laughs> they should make an Oscar for whatever they do. Like make a category and just nominate five of those yeah, movies. It's just like sort of best action film ever. There's as uh, much of an art to making these as there is to making like a Yorgos Lanthimos movie. I mean, come on. There, there sure there's, is. There's there's an art to these. Absolutely, there's an art to this. I agree. Also, can I say to the Ja Rule thing, do you guys remember he was advertised as being in that movie? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Like the commercials on TV and stuff, it was like, and Ja Rule. Yeah. Two lines. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I thought it was going to be a Ja Rule movie. Two lines and a baby face. That's all we Mm -hmm. need from Ja Rule. (laughs) He was Icarus for a minute, man. He was flying high. And this this was right on his ascent to the sun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> dude, that whole first movie, Roxanne, we went, I've told these two, but I went to the theater to see it and like all the car people in town were in the parking lot. This is Sioux Falls, South Dakota. They're all in the parking lot with their shit popped up. It was like we were in the movie. It was so oh tight. Oh my god, and I'm just that's walking, glorious. Just walking up just being like this is sick and it it was like right at the point in my life where I was trying to stop making fun of everything that i didn't do like you know i had i think everyone has that point where it's like if you don't do it you make fun of it yeah but i was trying to embrace like i'm not a car person but they are and 
to them, this is their skateboarding. I'm a skateboarder. Like this is this is what they love. It's not they're not doing anything wrong. They're just sitting, just showing living off their, their supers and yeah, showing off their supers and their three thousand GTs and shit. And they might have been stealing DVD players. They might have been. We don't know that for Come sure. On, you, we're say, we're gonna save more picks. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just sick that first one because it's yeah. Immediately, I was in. Like, this these movie movies really rule. changed things. I remember it came out when I was in high school, and all of a sudden there was like, I mean, I'm sure there was a street racing culture at uh, to some extent, but this like blew it up. Like all of a sudden, all the like rich kids at school had like lowered like what Supras or Subarus or whatever with like light kits and like all that stuff. And like, that was the new cool thing to have at my like middle-class Beaverton, Oregon high school. <laughs> People raced all the time. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. I mean, I used to race in my Ford, but you didn't need a nice car to race. I'll tell you that. You just no, needed no, to be no, willing no, to no. go fast. <laughs> <laughs> and what was you so just... funny is like, anytime I would leave those movies from the theater, I would drive like I was really living my life a quarter mile at a time. I gripped yeah. the steering yeah. wheel. I got my drive face on. I was ready to go. I got to hit yep. the NOS one time in my buddy's whip. He had an Acura and wow. we went on the interstate and he because he had two like straight up tanks right there. You just turn them and shit. And uh, he's like, we'd be sitting at my buddy's house. He goes, you want to go hit the NOS? And I go, I, I sure do. But so we'd get on the freeway <laughs> right there. And it was the fastest I've ever gone in a car. Not like downhill but it was like 110 miles an hour just flat and wow. it's it's just wild dude you like touch the steering wheel and you can feel the car move it, i don't know were you furious no i was fast though i don't really get furious okay. that's that's true that's a good thing, point you know? i was fast and like tempered these movies do like affect you the way like a like like a kung fu movie would as a kid where you leave the theater like kicking and punching i'm yep. like in the yeah, parking like, lot I, I can do anything <laughs> and you're like, but you're like in an automatic going from like park to reverse, but you're like throwing like <laughs> yeah. jazz in when you're doing it. Slamming it. <laughs> yeah. uh, excellent pick. And your, and your third pick, Roxanne. My third pick is a, a quieter moment. Mm. The gang is in London. I believe it's Fast and Furious 4. Mm-hmm. No, 4 or no, it's Fast and Furious 6. six. And they need to acquire some cars. And they just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Ludacris is like, I've got this. And so he and um, The Rock, The Rock, yes, go to a car auction. And the snooty guy is like, you clearly can't afford anything here. And then we see Ludacris basically buy every single car they have. And it's a pretty woman moment. Only yes, they take it, it just a step further. And so not only does he have his like big mistake, huge, I have to go shopping now. He continues by making the salesperson take off all his clothes and <laughs> give them and the rock has to try and fit himself into this little sales guy's suit. <laughs> then they walk away with the cars and a new suit and a watch. It's great. And a watch. Yep. Yeah, it, it feels like somebody was like they go to the director. They're like, "I dare you to give me a pretty woman moment in this next Fast mm-hmm. and the Furious movie," and they're like, "I'll have it for you tomorrow on your desk tomorrow." <laughs> I what is a good artist? Good artist borrow, great artist steal. You know, and Justin Lin <laughs> is nothing if not a great artist. That it's so amazing. They show up and like the guy's like, "Yo," he tells Rock that he the Rock that he's not a baller, even though at that moment. The Rock was in development on the TV show Ballers. He was literally a baller. He was literally a baller. Oh my god, that's sick. 
You don't have bling. You're not iced out. You don't have any entourages. <laughs> Little did he know. Another HBO show. I was like, sir, you are walking right into this trap. But yeah. okay, that's <laughs> your choice. <laughs> walking right into this glistening spider web. Very glistening spider web. Uh, much like the pattern on the rocks suit vests in the TV show Ballers. An intricate web. Ah, the vest. That scene is so good. It's also fun to see this. At that point, The Rock is like part of the crew. It's like, oh, The Rock and Ludacris in a scene together with nobody else there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And you know what's so amazing? They never really talk about it. Like, it just happens that The Rock is like, you know what? Not only am I Joe Law, I'm also an outlaw. Yeah. He's right. There's <laughs> the, the, there's no, his only, his only uh, moral compass is the right thing to do. Right. That's it. And if it's the right thing to do to team up with the crew, then it's the right thing to That's do. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That and calling women woman. I mean, <laughs> boy, he can't listen. get enough of that. He cannot get enough of that. <laughs> and the thing is, like, he genuinely thinks it's super charming. Yes. And I'm like, you cheesehead. What the <laughs> fuck? It's not charming. I'm not offended. It's just idiotic. Stop. <laughs> doesn't he say son a lot, too? Like, doesn't he? Isn't he just like of that? Like, listen, son. Boy, son, and <laughs> boy, woman. that's the one. Yeah, yeah. a lot of stuff uses. to sort of like reinforce his masculinity and alphaness, which, yeah. like, you're, the muscles get that done. Yeah, right? also it's that all there. giant revolver he has. Yeah. <laughs> God, he really has a. He must have a tiny dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she it's said it so much. <laughs> it's, it's like this big. Through the gun, the gun. And I love the rock. So, yes. Wayne, please know I love you exactly as you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> tiny penis and all. Tiny penis, mm-hmm. giant arms, Iron Temple. <laughs> The, the only thing bigger than the than the gun is the pancakes he eats on his cheat day. Mm. Yeah, the London it's car action is it. an amazing scene. Sean Jordan, time for your third pick. My third pick is uh, it's going to be a line, and it's going to be just for me one of my favorites, one of the most ridiculous. It's in Fast, Too Fast, Too Furious. It's when Tyrese and Paul Walker are just walking. I think out of is it out of jail? Maybe they're walking somewhere. Tyrese is trying to get some info from him. And Paul just, he's going, I said, forget about it. He goes, no, you need to talk about it. And then Paul Walker goes, I said, forget about it, cuz. And it just <laughs> oh, that's right. kills. I don't think he it. says cuz. I think he says cuh. Oh, yeah, well, he yeah, cuh. I said, forget about it, cuh. And he's just walking. I was like, you <laughs> oh, mother, you I went mother the wrong order. I went in the wrong order. It's supposed to be David now. But we'll go. Oh, we'll, shit. I'm sorry. I'll rectify it right after this. Sean, that's still your pick. Yeah, David, you weren't going to pick that, were you? No, 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 no. But right. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's just, <laughs> it, it's just like, and I, it's just so much to handle. Like, you're all right, you're all right man. You don't need that. That doesn't make you cooler. It makes you They're less really cool. They're really retconning, <laughs> like, Paul Walker's background. Because in, in the first one, he's just like a cop and a federal, eight, like, is he, is he in the FBI in the first movie? Is he? No, he's working for L- LAPD. But yeah. sort of being on loan to the FBI, but right, then right. in like two and three and f- well two and four, he's like in the FBI now. Like he got a little promotion, yeah. even though the FBI is like, we hate you. Yeah, yeah, and they really dive into his like his salty past, where you know, yeah, he did time in Juvie for boosting cars. You can you can tell because he says, "Cuh, cuh." <laughs> he- 
He was in juvie for stealing cars. And then, listen, I mean, the LAPD, it's hard-pressed to find a shadier organization. But, like, he went from juvie to in the LAPD working with the FBI? This is America, Ian. This is America. (laughs) Also, how did Dom get his juvenile record? That shit gets sealed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Dom knows people. Who are you talking about? It got expunged right into Dominic Toretto's private files. He had one of his fundraising barbecues and got some private files. You know how he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great pick, huh? I'm sorry oh, we went out you. of order. <laughs> Dude, it just it, when you look at his face, it would take me all day to do that without laughing. If if they were if they're like, all right, I want you to say this to Tyrese nonetheless. Forget I said forget the about baby Kurt boy himself. Just, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> up until Fast and the I was thinking about this. Up until Fast and the Furious, I think Tyrese's only acting was in the Angel of Mine video by Monica. I think that was it. He had his videos. Wasn't he in Biker Boys? Yes. No, maybe not. I'm thinking of the other no? one. I thought it was Fredro Star in Biker Boys, right? Am I He's in uh he's in the My Way video by Usher. Oh, he is. He's the he's the that's right. He's, he's the, the like dancer the, the, on the rival uh, on the Yeah, the rival dancer. And Us- Usher's Mr. I'll steal your girl in that video, isn't he? And it's Tyrese's yep. girl. Uh oh. <laughs> anyway, she likes forget, it his way. Forget about it, cuh. <laughs> forget it, cuh. It's Chinatown. Uh, I'm just sitting on an Usher joke, but I shan't say it. <laughs> just shan't. <laughs> My self control is incredible. Is it burning you up not telling it? It's just killing me. <laughs> You've been wanting to say it for umpteen days and 511 hours? Yes. You want it bad. <laughs> they say the urge to tell an Usher joke, even when you can't see it, you can still it can still be present in the system. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Good to know. <laughs> he Tyrese was in Hanging with Mr. Cooper, Martin, the Parenthood, right. Sister Sister. Oh, fuck me. He did the rat he did the run. <laughs> he was in a, a genuine video. What else? He was in an episode of Moesha and then Baby Boy. Mm. Boy. Okay. He definitely did the, yeah. He did the He run. did like all of the black sitcoms. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he was even on The Parenthood. Man, that was a good He was show. on The Parenthood, yeah. And as Roman in the Act of Fool video with Ludacris, with co-star Ludacris. Excellent pick. David, let's go back to you. Sorry about that. Sorry for the mix-up. Sorry, Marissa. Sorry, everyone. It's all good. Uh, my next pick, also from Too Fast, Too Furious. I'm taking an iconic moment for the franchise. It was on the fucking trailer on television. I'm talking about Paul Walker and Tyrese. They have to uh, they have to pick up that package when they're running for the guy to see if they get the job. They pull up at the same time. They walk up to the car. Tyrese ripping off his shirt, uh-huh. wrapping it around his hand, and punching through the car window. <laughs> And then Paul Walker just opens it because it's unlocked. <laughs> I mean, that's comedy gold. It was in every commercial, too. And just the way I just I rewatched it this morning, just the way Tyrese takes his shirt off. and He's just standing there glistening and uh-huh. he just does the most boneheaded thing. <laughs> <laughs> just a fucking knucklehead. No, we break. How windows. are you living your life? Yo? <laughs> He's just ripping your shirt off. Car Why would I check if it's unlocked if I could just break the window and <laughs> yeah. not have a shirt on? That all seems to make more sense. <laughs> Tyrese is really he's really up for it in these movies. He's like he, oh, he yeah. loves making an ass of himself. He'll be the butt of every joke except when like a vaguely handsome white dude shows up to the crew 
and then he'll clown on him like endlessly. Whether it's Paul Walker in the first, like, or Paul, well, not Paul Walker, but it's like whether it's Scott Eastwood, the dude with the beard, whoever it is, he's the guy you make fun of, and mm-hmm. then except for the, when one other person shows up, and then he makes fun of him. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the, he's the butt of every joke until those checks get cashed. That's right. <laughs> Billionaire Boys Club. Um, I, I'm going to take your pick, and I'm going to, since we're going to skip, Sean, I'm going to segue into another Roman-based pick, another Tyrese-based okay. pick. And I, this is so, a Roman appreciation round. It's a Roman appreciation round. In, in Fast Five, that's when the Fast Five, they steal the safe in Rio. Mm-hmm. And everyone's take from that robbery is $11 million, right? Everyone makes $11 million. People go spend it in various ways. And then at the beginning of Fast Six, mm-hmm. <laughs> we meet up with everyone, right? David, you picked the ludicrous or ludicrous making the ATM rain money. Uh, people are doing various things. Tyrese is in a private plane. <laughs> and you're like okay on his way to some casino with five women and you're like all right i can see how you can make 11 million dollars and it's stated in fast five that he is broke before this he doesn't have any money yeah so he's got 11 million dollars total and then you're like okay maybe he rented a private plane that can happen you can spend $25,000 maybe. And it's like, okay, he rented a private plane to fi- fly to this casino. He's living his best life, whatever. But then it zooms out and shows the plane. And it's, I forget what the, but it's painted. It's to made clear that somehow Roman has purchased a private jet, <laughs> which are like not $11 million. They're so not expensive. Even they cost not even close. You can't buy a private jet for $11 million. So somehow, <laughs> I don't know what he's done if, like, we just don't see him investing in, like, Uber at some point or, like, what's going on. But he goes from having $11 million in between these movies to having enough money not only to buy a supercar, the only one in the Western Hemisphere at the end of Fast Five, except for Ludacris's uh, same version, but also a private jet. Just, like, the amount of money they steal somehow converts to spending way more money than they actually have. I will never be in a place in my life where I don't think $11 million is a lot of money, but it's not purchase and paint a private plane. Movie. He's not Drake. That's, and that's all <laughs> I, say. I, I do have a fan theory. Yes. If you please, recall please. on that plane, he's taking them, fi- those five women to Macau. Yes. Maybe it's, maybe he's up gambling. He might be, he might've turned to 11 million. Maybe the casino sent the plane for him. They do that oh. sometimes. Oh, and painted it because for him because it's like what is that five five grand they're out to paint it so yeah. it looks yeah that's a good theory mm-hmm. okay that'd be a nice that'd be a solid move paint the plane paint paint it Tyrese and go grab him because he's a Macau regular that that makes way more sense but then he has to turn the plane around he's needed he got a phone call <laughs> and then he and then 30, he gives them the then he gives them buffet coupons yeah Macau buffet vouchers which oh, by the <laughs> that's way how you stay that's how you stay moment. rich man. Yeah. I bet that yeah, buffet you... is amazing. I went to a buffet in Singapore oh and I was like, what the fuck? It was, it had like seven stations of freshly prepared foods. It God. was miraculous. It was. I, I mean, I, and then they were like, it's $125 a person. 
And I was like, Damn. okay, fair. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. All right, fine. I'm really going to enjoy it then. I, know. I was like, I guess I live here now. Yeah, dude, I'd be like, well, all right, I'm going to be I'm gonna be overnight, no hotel. You start doing crab leg math in your head? <laughs> <laughs> How many? Oh, How many crab legs do you think? What do you, shoot me a number. Oh, to what? To, yeah, for, to $125 worth of crab legs, what for, do you think? For me to risk it all? <laughs> <laughs> How much? <laughs> I'm taking 10. I don't know if I'm eating 10, because that's not the only food I'll have, but I'm taking 10. Okay. Yeah, that's a good yeah. start. Yeah. yeah. Solid, solid. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. A huge one for me, you know, just people pleasing. And it's, you say it like it's a bad thing. It's just something that you need to get under control. All of these stressors, you know, you keep them bottled up. It starts to affect you negatively. Everybody. You don't have to feel weird if this stuff affects you. It affects everybody. And there's people, again, myself included, who walk around trying to front like it doesn't. But it does. It always does. It always has. And therapy is a safe place to just get things off your chest. You to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down, all those problems. Even if you just want to vent or kvetch about somebody, go to therapy, get them new ears on it. You know what I'm talking about? Get it somebody, who are they going to leak it to? They're not going to tell your homies. Go let them know. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, how to do all those things that make you be a better you. As hokey as that sounds, that is what we are all going for. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. All right? Get BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's convenient, flexible, and it's also suited to your schedule. All right? You just fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist. You switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you don't like the cut of your therapist's jib, as it were, go on and switch. BetterHelp has got your back. They want it to work just like you do. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash allfantasy today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash allfantasy time for my fourth pick my fourth pick is i forget this is either in fast six or fast five fast no it's in fast seven i'm sorry this is in fast seven when letty uh what it's when letty is getting her memory back and uh-huh. it's and it's a flashback to when letty and dom are getting married in the dominican republic and yeah. you see the priest you see mm-hmm. dom toretto in his signature tank top and Isn't it like, like a right. button-up tank top or something when it's they're a, getting it's married? It's just a regular. It's a nicer. It's a nicer than average. It's not ribbed. It's like a nice <laughs> tank top. And you're like, okay, okay. This is what Dom wears. He's wearing a tank top. It's kind of like a uh-huh. shotgun wedding for the two of them. They were like, let's find a, pr- a priest. Let's get married. Let's do it. And that explains why he's wearing a tank top, right? But then it zooms out, and Letty is in a full wedding dress, and. <laughs> And Dominic Toretto is in white linen pants that match his tank top. So he just wore a tank top to his own wedding, knowing full well that his beautiful bride, Letitia, I'm assuming is her name, is wearing a full wedding dress. So he's just like, no, I'm wearing a tank top and this big cross to my wedding, even though she spent time getting ready, finding and buying a wedding dress and putting it on. And he was like, no, I've got that one formal tank top. I'll wear that. (laughs) I'm an asshole. But his arms need to be free. It is what it is. That's true. Yeah. I dare you to put a sleeve on one of those arms. You see what happens to a sleeve. You put it on there. Oh, good Lord. Let me be that sleeve. Mm. Oh, man. (laughs) When we did our last show, uh, a year ago, March 2020, right before the pandemic happened, one of our guests happened to be Vin Diesel promoting the movie Bloodshot. And at this point, this was the day we Wait, found out uh, Tom Hanks. 
I'm serious. This was the day we found out Tom Hanks was sick and that the NBA shut down and we had our last show in the studio for it turned out it would be like six months. And Vin Diesel was one of the guests and it's all anyone could talk about. And like they kind of tried to do the interview, but Vin Diesel wouldn't sit down. He was just standing up. He would sit down for a second and then he would stand back up and just preach like a guy and preach the gospel of like togetherness and brotherhood and like sticking together is going to be how we get through all of this to the studio audience and everyone there. And Corden kept trying to like transition it back to talking about bloodshot. And then he would talk about it for a second <laughs> and then get up again and be like, it's, it's going to be scary times. It's going to be stupid. We have to rely on each other. The only way we're going to get through this is, is, is with each other. And he turned out to be right. I mean, we didn't listen to his advice at all. The country couldn't have been more splintered, but like, it was so surreal. <laughs> I'm just like standing there. I'm like, what am I going to have to like go to the grocery store with a gun in 24 hours? Like, how are we going to like, how are we like, what's going to happen to society? And Vin Diesel's up there preaching this message of like togetherness. And it was, just, that's how I'll remember the pandemic starting is through Vin you know Diesel. what's so interesting about him? He like, huh. it's genuinely, I think, and it started with the fourth film. He genuinely feels like he's like the shepherd of this sacred franchise and then yeah. ensuing message beyond the franchise. And it's just like, and that's why he has so much friction with the rock because he feels like this is his thing and he doesn't want to share it. And either you are a beta or you are not involved. And it's just really interesting. Like he has a messianic thing going. I think you're right. He really, wow. he really does with the whole thing. Like the, the message of like family and, 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 togetherness and all that is very and and moral right and wrong seems to be mm -hmm. like very real for him and and there are worse things yeah absolutely no, beautiful well yeah it's just it's wild that anyone has friction with the rock being as how he's so wet this whole time i know. You think that you would just glide the whole time just slickness I'd, honestly I'd, I'd call him juicy i'd say yeah. that say he's juicy. hey juicy how you doing <laughs> yeah you just go in for the handshake like that. Oh, <laughs> you just slip out and fall down. Sorry, I'm juicy like that today. <laughs> is it, there is beef between The Rock and Vin Diesel. And it doesn't Ty Tyrese and The Rock as well. Because like The Rock is going off and making Hobbs and Shaw. And they're like, oh, he thinks he's better than the family. Yeah, he's. they're just... I mean, the thing is, like, I, I get what The Rock did. The Rock, they threw money at him. He was like, thank you. And the rest of the franchise is like, where we if we don't get our own shows, like let's focus on making our group films before you make your little side project. Yeah, Ugh, it's just like focused hate to see on so fighting. many of them already. If they gave me a Ludacris and Tyrese side project, I'll take it all day. That could be on wax. That could be a film. It could be anything. For. I would yeah. love to see one of those. Like, what are they getting up to between their things? I yep. would love that. Oh. Where's that? What 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 streamer is going to give us the Ludacris and Tyrese in between Fast and Furious? Who makes those? Universal? I think so. Yeah, it's yeah, called Taj. Yeah. Is it called Taj and Roman? Yeah, dude. Taj, Taj and Roman. They should they Taj. could do an origin story where one's a rapper and one's an R and B singer, and then how they got into stealing cars. And I'd just be it'd be so sick, dude. Oh, an Atlanta sick. radio DJ turned rapper. <laughs> and an LA model turned R and B singer. <laughs> and then here they are stealing cars. It'd be so dank. Oh, I'd, well, I'm in. Sean, time for your fourth pick. <clears throat> My fourth pick is uh, I'm going back to the first one, and I'm just picking the uh, 
the gigantic gathering they had that was called Race Wars. <laughs> I, I laugh every time you they have say to it. figure out how to say it. <laughs> every time or when she's like when he tells Letty she's like what's race wars and he's like we invented it <laughs> somebody didn't think through that name but it's okay we're gonna go with it yeah how was that were you not immediate help me out here David we were driving to Vegas or something and I was I looked we over I was like Palm Springs yeah, and one yeah. of us we were like, oh, that's race wars over there. It's <laughs> like, what? That's a wild way to say that. <laughs> but just the gathering they have, like that, just that their whole, like, their whole world, their universe culminates in this whatever week long insane race thing riot. where there's no, there's no authority. The only authority are these, like, <laughs> these mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> who like have levels of like who runs what in like different neighborhoods at race wars and then they just go and take each other's cars and just have sex and party and i assume do a bunch of drugs i don't know it it's just like looks... the gathering of the car juggalos yeah, yeah. that's exactly <laughs> what it is they're all car juggalos <laughs> by, by fast six or seven when he takes letty there for her the first time because she has amnesia it's yeah. huge. It's like it's turned. Yeah. It's like what Pride has turned into, where it's like race wars brought to you by Nokia. It's like gigantic. There's like DJs and booths and like and like uh -huh. Red Bull has a tent. Red, yeah, Red Bull has a tent there and shit. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it just really, looks like an insane. If that's your universe, if that's your world. Honestly, I haven't gone to race wars since it went all corporate. It's like South by Southwest now. Yeah, you yeah, can't even go fun anymore. anymore, man. It lost its message. Yeah, it used dude. to be at the race wars, and now it's just about <laughs> McDonnell Douglas or whatever. It's it's so insane that there wasn't a set. Like, do you think the writer thought that was funny and we're making a joke? No, there's no way they had that level of forethought. No, they didn't know. They were just like, no, they're racing. It's going to be like a war, bro. <laughs> <laughs> race war what else can we call it it's gotta be I mean, frankly it's the only name possible <laughs> i just i like to think someone had like a black car and a white car and they could we, we could call it black versus white but or you know we just do this one we, okay we're, gonna, uh, we're we're generating people riding in cars let's call it jenna ride no no <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah man oh, oh my god that whole universe of it's a real google translate uh name for a race okay excellent pick david time for your fourth pick <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh, my fourth pick is going to be, okay, <laughs> hear me out. Yes, I'll hear you. Fast and, the franchise, Fast and the Furious franchise is a franchise based on looks given by Vin Diesel, right? Yes. Be it him pulling up in a car or learning of someone's murder. It's like just a lot of really good hard like type shit. I'm taking my favorite Dom look from the entire series, Fast 7, when they blow up his house. Oh. Because not only is it a zoom in, he, for the first time in the whole franchise, does the lip thing. And I was just like, damn, he's coming along as an actor. Yeah. Like, it zooms in, and he stares, and he goes... <sighs> 
And it's the it's like the a decade most worth of acting classes. It's like like this is this whole series. That's the hardest you've worked. Now, now, the one zoom in, you had been doing it for seven movies, and finally he's like, "Today is the day I make a change." Like he woke up knowing they were gonna film that scene, and he was like. Yeah, I got something for their ass. Uh-huh. And he hit him with the lip quiver. Yeah. And he earned his $60 million that day. <laughs> I'm going to knock him out the box today. I'll yeah. tell you what. <laughs> He's in the trailer just like, I'm about to kill him. <laughs> my niece only graduates one time. She's got to see this. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is, if, you got, if you guys are listening, go to YouTube and just watch that it's like it's like because I noticed it. It's like the longest one on his face too. Like it's yeah, really really long. And he was like, "No, I gotta let this one breathe." It looks like a horse tight. about to eat an apple. It's that level of lip quivering. <laughs> My favorite Dom look in the whole series, man. That's a, it really is a movie built on Dom looks. Just different Dom looks. It's like it's so many because every time he he just like every time he shows up, even. Even like at the end of Tokyo Drift, like just like he looks so good zooming in on him from a car window. Like he's a beautiful man. Just shoulders, man. Shoulders (laughs) glistening in the sun. Excellent pick. Uh, Roxanne, time for your fourth pick. My fourth pick. I'm surprised no one has picked this before, but um, when I saw this scene in the theaters, I started crying. Because I was laughing so hard and I was so filled with joy. And I was just like, I have chosen well for like my life's passion. Uh It's um, Fast and Furious 7. And Kurt Russell has entered the franchise. Mr. Nobody. Yes. (laughs) Sure did. (laughs) Just out of nowhere. Here's Kurt Russell. Um, A little snarky. snarky. And they need to drop into some sort of like Eastern European mountains. (laughs) <laughs> and and um, Roman is like, why don't I ever get to make any decisions? Uh, maybe we should just, you know, parachute in there. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? And then they're like, you know what? That might be a good idea. But Roman's afraid of heights. And so they're all sitting in their cars in like a C-130. <laughs> oh my God, I love this movie so much. <laughs> And they're like, you're like, what's going on here? Are they going to like land and drive out of the car? But no, they start one by one backing out of the C-130 after the back opens and then parachuting in cars. And uh-huh. they all land on the road except for Roman, who's too scared. And so Tesh has to force his car out by like using an emergency release. And then he's like screaming and losing his fucking mind. And you see his car floating down. I'm sorry. It's just so good. It's I like that so he's insane. being mocked for not wanting to drive a car out of a plane. <laughs> I know. Like, and then they're like, you're the fucking Yo. coward. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you wimp. He's like, <laughs> yeah. we'll see you on the road, dork. Oh, <laughs> it's just so gloriously, gloriously good. Oh, There's man. like a throwaway line that somebody has. It's like Letty or somebody is, or maybe it's, not, it's somebody who's like, the parachutes have a GP, like the parachutes are hooked up to GPS. You can't hook a parachute up. That's not how parachutes work. They're not also, hooked up to GPS. Yep. 
so they would land on the road is like ostensibly what they're saying but then that's yeah. not how parachutes work there's not like it's insane i love how they just like gps don't control the wind people it, are going to have questions we'll we'll say they're gps parachutes you can't globally position the wind yeah. to be like well no the gps told the wind to kind of blow them a little farther toward the road don't work <laughs> like that it's astonishing it's oh, you're, it is you're right rocks it's such a pure joy moment where you're just it's like just, oh like wow yeah <laughs> they give you th- it's like go well, going to see one of these movies is like sitting down at a chef's table where the chef really just knows is. Ex- it is you don't know they what just you're know getting exact they know what they're and doing it's you so, don't know it's you, so expertly crafted and they just take yeah. it so seriously they're like yeah. yes this is possible this is happening. Let's do it. The, just beautiful surprises that you could have never conceived of yourself. And then it comes out and you're just like, oh, take me away. Mm-hmm. That's what it kills me when people try to rip these apart or any movie, movies like this where, they, you know, that couldn't happen. I'm like, no shit. It's dope. I don't. <laughs> I'm glad it couldn't happen. I don't want to see that in real life. I don't want that yeah. shit going on in the world <laughs> I live in. I really don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want it to get there, but I want the movie to get there for sure. Amazing pick. And your fifth and final pick, Roxanne. Oh, this one's a tough one. But it is I a tough have one. to go with Fast and Furious 8, another classic film. And there's somewhere in the Arctic Circle. Yeah. <laughs> and they're chasing each other across. They're chasing the villains across the ice. And a torpedo is fired at the car that The Rock and some other one is in. Oh, God, that's And The right. Rock is, like, driving, leans out of his car, and redirects the torpedo with one arm <laughs> and saves the day. And then they're continuing to drive, and the whole movie, Dominic has been sort of, like, working against them, and they're like, what the hell is going on? And we just don't know that he secretly has a son and it's, that's a whole other thing. And so then Dominic is out of his car on the ice and some conflagration is coming toward him and they all zoom around him and protect him with their cars, making a little shield around him. Cause that's yep. what family does. Family. <laughs> like a herd of Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Just guarding. Yep. <laughs> like look at that God. That scene does have Everything you need in a scene. I mean, it just ice missiles. The minute that the rock leans out, I was in the theater and I couldn't help myself. And I said, "Oh my god, he isn't." (laughs) And I don't really believe in talking in movies because I want to respect other people. But fortunately, I think I was alone in the theater. (laughs) It was great. there are moments where there has to be a collective reckoning in a movie theater with Fast and the Furious. Oh, absolutely. Things have to be said. If you can't have an excited utterance while watching these movies, your soul is dead, and I'm so sorry for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You have much bigger battles in your life than dealing with people talking in movies. (laughs) It's from a submarine, right? Yeah, it's from a submarine because they steal a submarine, and uh, it's a whole thing. I can't... I, I said this earlier, but... They were street racing mechanics. Yeah. <laughs> There's a submarine. I they know a couple a dudes like that submarine. back home. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. the best, man. It's such a fun world. It is. David Borey, time for your final pick. 
First of all, so many of mine got taken more than I thought. <laughs> oh yeah, this is lightning round, right? Well, we can. I'm taking the. We'll talk about it. I'm taking the Hummer through the Flavella. <clears throat> nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what else is there to say? He drives a Hummer down a hill through a neighborhood. You're going to sell a million cars. The only thing there is to say is, this is Brazil. <laughs> I was, I mean, when the Brazil guy goes, Dominic Toretto. <laughs> like, yeah, uh-huh. of course you know who Dominic is. He's world yeah. famous. Of like course. you said, everywhere they go, the beginning of every movie. Everybody knows Dominic Toretto. It's street racing barons in Brazil. People in Cuba know him. And his friends. His friends. They're friends. Like, and his friends. They're like, oh, you're yeah. one of Dominic Toretto's friends. He's been here. I feel like somebody hid pieces of his sleeves all over the world, and he's just been trying to like travel and piece them together. And that's how mm-hmm. everybody knows where he's at. Like a Dragon Ball situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that movie's amazing. Yeah, the Hummer through the favela. Great use of a Hummer. Uh, Sean Jordan, time for your final pick. Uh, it's that first Hobbs and Shaw fight where he walks in and um, he says something insane. The Rock does. He walks in and he, he like they're talking or whatever and snarky, snarky, snarky. And then he goes, like you just what's he say? He's like you just dance with the devil, boy. You're under arrest or something like that. And he says he calls him boy. Yeah. And then they just have he does this, it a lot. They have that crazy fight inside that office building where you're just like, holy shit, this is this is pretty dope. And then. Yeah, I don't know. They just they go from like room to room to room to room through the walls. It's just such a dope fight. And that's when they meet because that was the the thing where it's like, oh, my God, The Rock and Jason Statham are going to fight in this movie. And then you're just waiting for it to happen. And that's when because he, he walks. You remember he walks in and he says all that. He's like, how'd you get in here? And then you, you don't see Statham. He's like, I've got a key card or something like that. Yeah. And then they just kind of have this dialogue. And he goes, that's the wrong answer, boy. Something. And then I just love the you just dance with the devil, boy. You're but you must be you must be ready to dance with it. Yeah, it's something like that. He <laughs> the way the rock talks in the movie, we talked about it a little bit. He I was just watching Fast Eight before this, and he calls someone a some bitch. He talks like a wrestler, like, as in son of a bitch. But in the closed <laughs> captioning, it's some bitch. S-U-M-B-I-T-C-H. To where the script says that. Of the Cle- of the Cleveland some bitches. <laughs> and then we learned that he's actually from Hawaii. Yes. Through the Hobbs and Shaw. And it's like, why are you speaking with this weird sort of, oh, yeah. I don't know, unplaceable accent? <laughs> it's parts, it's kind of Southerny, kind of Texas. It's mm-hmm. ve- like, it's a, the accent I would call, it's like, uh, it's like, I'm taking you to that. I'm taking you to Applebee's tonight, honey. Like, it's that mm. accent where he would like get into a raised F-350, call his wife woman, even though he works, he's just like some dude who works at like a bank in Omaha. Yeah. Like it's that specific accent walking tall. And he's from Hawaii. It's a walking tall accent. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a wrestling accent. When he, the scenes with Shaw are straight out of like Monday night raw. Oh, totally. I just, I love that. Yeah. He's it's so dope. All this, this is dope. I'm in a real good mood. This is fun. All right. Time for my final pick. The, Oh God. <laughs> yeah. There are two I really want to take here. There's so many lines I still want to take. I know. Frankly, this is like a 10-hour episode to really do justice to these films. 
You're so right. We're not, we're barely scratching the surface, which is insane because we're like at one and a half hours. Part two. That's all. Part two? Hey. You might have to do a part two. Too fast, too furious. Too draft, too furious. <gasps> too draft, too furious. Look at what you just did. Whoa. All right. <laughs> we're going to do a part two after F9 comes out. Uh, <gasps> we have to because we haven't seen it. We're revisiting I'm so it. ready. I'm so fucking ready. Oh, we have to. All right. Okay. Cool. My final pick is good. It's from Fast Five. It's, it's, it's during the airplane thing. But it's not the airplane thing. I'm not taking that. I'm taking a micro moment, a specific moment. Uh, it's the. I think this is Fast Five, or is this Fast Six? Is that the airplane? The, the which super airplane? Long runway. Where they where they the, skydive out of it? No, the super long runway. Oh, where where the girl dies, where Gal Gadot yeah. dies. Yeah, that's uh, six. I six. Think. Okay, Fast Six or seven. It's where is it? Six or seven? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. It's Owen. It's it's Owen Shaw has that gigantic. The dude who makes the rock look kind of small. You know that giant dude in his gang. Mm-hmm. And Vin Diesel fights him at one point, and The Rock fights him at one point. But then they fight him together, and there's a moment where The Rock picks up this gigantic dude by his legs and lifts him up in the air, and Vin Diesel launches himself <laughs> in that way where the characters in this movie sometimes look like they can fly a little bit. Like they're like a little <laughs> bit low-key Marvel <laughs> heroes. And like the rock just picks up this 400 pound muscle bound dude and Vin Diesel jumps and punches him in the face. And it's just so funny because it's like 1200 pounds of men just all (laughs) holding each other for a second. And it's just the funniest, most beautiful frame. It's like, it's, it's like this muscle bound ballet. It's like when uh, Vin jumps out of the car to catch Letty, like a little bit. But just like he picks up this gigantic dude and Vin Diesel punches him and it's kind of them working together. And there's something about it that I just love so much. They work together to beat up this somehow gigantic dude. pounds of men, dude. That's a fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun to say. That's the new podcast. <laughs> Uh, that's the final pick. I'm. We, we're not going to say honorable mentions because no, as we just not. stated, we're doing two draft, two furious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when the time is right. So to recap, Roxanne, you went first. You took Vin catching Letty in midair as she's thrown from a car and he jumps in fast six. Ja Rule being told whether if you win, you get me or if whether you win or lose, you get me. But if you win, you get both of us. And then Ja Rule just thinking about a menage a trois for an entire car ride. Uh, the <laughs> London car auction. Which is why he lost. Which, yeah, yeah, exactly. Keep your keep eye your on, mind the ball. on the game, man. Eye on the ball. Uh, the London car auction where the auctioneer gets his comeuppance. Uh, the parachuting into the road uh, with with Roman not wanting to and then getting pulled out by, uh, hoisted by his own petard, as it were, pulled out by his own parachute. And then the rock redirecting a torpedo in Antarctica <laughs> with one arm. One arm. David, you went mm-hmm. second. You took Ludacris making the ATM uh, rain money on everyone. A little Robin Hood moment in Fast Five. Uh, the trope of whoever reaching for the food first has to say grace. Paul Walker and Tyrese in Fast 2 pulling up on a car and Tyrese ripping a shirt off and punching a window in with Paul Walker then discovering <laughs> that the car is just unlocked. Dom's look when they blow up his house, just some in-depth face acting like it was that 1920s Joan of Arc movie uh, in black and white. <laughs> just some amazing rock face acting. 
uh, and then the hum, driving the Hummer through the Flavella. Sean, you went third. You took the rock saying, Daddy's got to go to work and flexing his cast off, <laughs> jumping off the train in Fast Five or onto a car and then into the water. Uh, Paul Walker saying, forget about it, cuh, in Fast Two or Too Fast, Too Furious. Race Wars, uh, and then, which sounds like something that could result from Paul Walker saying, cuh. <laughs> And then the first Hobbs and Shaw fight, I went last. I took the safe being stolen in Rio, the triple skyscraper jump, Roman having private plane money, even though he only stole $11 million, Dom wearing a tank top to his own formal wedding, and then the final pick, the 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 meat ballet with the guy getting punched in the face <laughs> as The Rock is punching him the or holding ballet. him up. We oh, want to yeah. hear your picks. Uh, hit us up at All Fantasy Pod on Twitter, All Fantasy Podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to everyone on the AFE subreddit. Shout out to everyone on the All Fantasy Everything Patreon. Thank you so much for holding us down. We truly appreciate you. Uh, man, that was so fun, y'all. What a great time. Yeah. That was great. Seriously. And we all sort of just knew, like in our spirits, like what each thing was. Yes. Was so yeah. I mean, yes, I, I'm fully in. After Fast 9 comes out, we all get to see it. I'm in. I'm 100% in. It's just yeah. glorious. And I love talk. Obviously, I, I will talk about these <laughs> movies all day, every day. I don't give a damn. They're just brilliant. Yeah. I I'm have like you. 15 more picks that I didn't like, pick. So do I. I'm like <laughs> just didn't getting even, started. <laughs> you barely touched on my list. They, yeah, we have to do another one because I just like I'm tempted to say them, but I don't want to waste any picks. No, you got to no, save them. Like, you got to yeah, save, save them. them. They got to be real good for next time. This was. So much fun. Roxanne, yeah. thank you so, so much for joining us. It was true. It's truly a pleasure. Of course. Thank you for having me. Always to talk to you, but especially about Fast and the Furious. No, It's like, look, we're living our truth. We're living our truth. <laughs> Super yep, producer really Marissa Melnick on the ones and twos, as always. Thank you, Marissa. Marissa, I usually ask you if you have a pick, but you uh, you have a only a glancing familiarity with these movies. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I've I've only seen the first one, um, but listening to this podcast episode has been very convincing for me to watch the rest of the series. That's pretty good. Them. You're going to fix your mistake then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Marissa, get yourself right by 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 two draft, two furious. All right. Okay, I got my homework cut out for me, but you got it. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Saint Sue Carmel. Shout out to Frankie Ocean. Shout out to Haji Beat. Shout out to Sid the Dude. And more important than all of that, tune in again next week to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. I said forget about it, cuh. <laughs> <laughs>